previously on Live at 605. All this happened in within like three hours. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't our favorite day. No, definitely <laughs> not. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 21, episode four of Live at 605. It's, it's been so long, I totally forgot my best friend Snooki is part <laughs> of the intro, and it just warms my heart. Well, like I said, we for my birthday, you got me this amazing Rodecast soundboard mixer. And every week that we use it, we get better and better at it. So I think the quality and everything will be better. But last since the last episode, I've I've added all the um, all of our stings into the roadcaster, so I can press and we can do everything in uh, in like podcast live. live. Oh. So, and we actually got you headphones this week as well. Mm-hmm. So now you can hear all the all the different sound effects. Like you can hear this classic six oh five sting. I've also added some new sound effects like this, <laughs> and. Which means no more, although I probably still will make them like authentically, what, what's authentically that? during this actual podcast. But it's so nice to one now after the third week, hear you actually do the sound effects because you could hear them, but I couldn't. That's right. Round of applause. <laughs> so, we got you the headphones yeah. now. So this is, I, I think this is going to be very, very good for the podcast. I'm just... I'm making sure everything's working. I'm checking the levels. I'm checking to make sure I was recording. <laughs> Let me turn off those right there. So this is pretty cool. What do you think of the setup so far? I'm loving it. And how does it feel hearing yourself into the, the headphones? It brings me back to the first season, which I w- was very, like, very aware that I made this sound a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe I should say I'm your podcaster, Val. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy. And it's your boy, John Mallon. And yeah, this is season 21. This is most likely episode four. There's a chance it could be episode three, but Totes. we're kind of recording things uh, out of order at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, how's it going? How's your week been? Uh, <laughs> in, the the, week, <laughs> in the spirit of being a po- poly positivity podcast, ooh. Ooh, um, I will say the week was good. That's there was good. definitely a lot of um, first week really back in the swing of things after taking the three week holiday. So I would say, you know, just trying to adjust our body clock almost and mm. like waking up in the morning. It's still f- friggin' pitch black outside. I know. Despite waking up at like seven. I'm like, come on. Yeah. And there's supposed to be a giant <laughs> snowstorm in Toronto tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. I know. It'll probably be perfect sleeping weather tomorrow. Yeah. Um, see, now I'm getting very self-conscious about hearing myself. It'll take some time to get yeah, used to, get to used it. to it again. Don't worry um, about it. What you're going to call it. But no, uh, good week. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, today, very fun weekend, I would say. Fun and relaxing. Exactly. <laughs> so um, why don't we give out all of our contact information? You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And yourself? I'm Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. And TikTok. And TikTok. <laughs> and you can follow the podcast on Instagram or Facebook by just searching live at 605. I discovered now that if I post, um, what was it called, a reel mm-hmm. on Instagram? Yep. We get thousands of views. Oh, probably. I posted the video of the 605 studio. So go to our Instagram page. And I posted the 605 neon sign in our new uh, podcast setup. 
I didn't even use any hashtags. It got over 3,000 views. Obviously. I know, but I'm just saying like- influencer status. There we go. But usually like we maybe get a couple hundred. I mean, the Mm -hmm. Snooki video alone got a couple thousand, but just using reels now, I got to use it for everything. It got got us thousands of views. Totally. Uh, But then Facebook being stupid, I posted on Facebook. Well, is it Facebook anymore or is it meta? (laughs) But what I posted on Instagram, I used that Them Changes song by Thundercat. And I'm like, well, Facebook won't let me do it. So I didn't put any song on it. I posted it. And then I got 10 notifications- they went back Facebook and said, um, uh, copyright infringement on this song, copyright infringement. So these bastards are going through my shit. Ooh, they're in the archives. They're in the archives, in the, in these streets right now. I also feel like it's really bizarre that Facebook is docking you for tagging Thundercat as part of like a thing, but like don't actually fault the real problems on Facebook. Uh, it, it all, to be honest with you, none of this stuff Not makes- Not that I can get political. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say, what it doesn't make sense is if I post a reel on Instagram and I use them changes by Thundercat mm-hmm. through that that app, mm-hmm. it's fine. But if I edit my own video professionally mm-hmm. and add them changes by Thundercat, mm-hmm. I get copyright infringements, even though I'm posting it on Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Oh, I got a good transition. Go Maybe they should renovate Facebook algorithm shut up John. <laughs> <laughs> those crickets even sound like birds <laughs> okay keep going sorry you were saying i was just gonna say because the theme of uh this week's podcast is about renovations mm-hmm. but i'm like yeah you know i think they just need to rethink facebook yeah, in general I, like come on tiktok literally builds a platform off of this exactly <laughs> so before we get into everything do you have a sponsorship for this week that you want to play around with um we oh did. yeah we did so dun, we, dun, dun. should we do it yeah this is the sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week Ooh, i'm do you do you like how we're doing this all i do all live i think the one weird thing before we jump into the sponsor is because we're both like in post-production yeah i would say in like very like advanced editors does this take away from the spirit of editing no, because what I can still do because I'm edit we're gonna export these as multi tracks. I can have sound effects, it's all in different layers. So if I want if that one I was like, Oh, you know what? The sound wasn't as uh, loud as I want, I can still edit it in post. Okay. But also as someone who editing will never go away, like a robot can't do my job, but it'll it totally. can always it can improve my job, it won't yes. take my job. So for something like this where I'm trying to limit how much time I spend editing this, this helps out immensely. Cools. Okay, so this is our sponsorship. So this was back in... A few months, let's say probably September or October. And it was like a really nice day outside. And so this was where that transition was, where we needed to change over our tires. Yes. This was after the brake problems, right? Or was it all in the same time frame? I mean, it's all about the same time frame. We can probably talk about more of that in a future episode. Or you could just do it now. You can do it now if you want. Might as well just... Put them Rip all the together. Off. Ripping the band-aid. Exactly. Um, this is what happens when you take a year off. So back in the fall, the beginning yes. of the fall in September at some point, I had started to hear the sound on when we were driving. It sounded almost like either we were scraping the ground. Right. Right. And you could hear it like creak. Right. Or sometimes I felt like, oh, my car's not stopping fast enough. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to skid into something. Mm-hmm. Right. And I kind of told you. Right. And then I felt like you didn't 
hear it or believe me. <laughs> no, I, I let me put it this way. I didn't want to believe you. Yeah, I've, I've come to note two things. And this is this is a mini like perception thing. Anytime I say something that might be suggestingly wrong with the car, I feel like I have to convince you of it. Correct. As if I'm offending you that the brakes aren't working. <laughs> so I had told you for like two weeks. Not two weeks. It was like at two least times. Two, fuck that, two times. No, I, definitely not two weeks. Okay, facts. I'm like driving on the highway multiple times a week and I'm like, these brakes be scraping. There's something <laughs> wrong with the fucking brakes. And like, even when if I'm driving with John, I would like, if we were in the far left-hand lane, like the passing lane mm. to go to the suburbs and I had to brake in like intense traffic, I would start veering right just because I oh, wasn't confident that I could brake in time without hitting the car in front of me, which absolutely makes no sense because there's clearly another car in the middle lane. Yeah, for Are sure. Are you offended if I say something's wrong with the car? No, I just don't want to have to deal with something that's wrong with the car. <laughs> it's just if like... Was like it? when I said the window wipers weren't working. <laughs> <laughs> What's the statement? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. If I just ignore it, nothing bad can happen. But no, obviously. Just our impending death. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely believed you. I'm just like, well, let me hear it for myself. And as soon as I got in the car with you when we heard it, I'm like, yeah, there's something wrong with the, the brakes. So two weeks later when John oh, believed boy, me to hear something. Oh boy, two weeks <laughs> later, two tri three car rides later. So then we took it to Cal's Tires, right, mm -hmm. in our neighborhood. And we were like, okay, let's bring the car in. We don't have any idea because this is our first car we've ever owned, right? Um, we used to be a, a longtime supporter of Zipcar. Zip um, I felt like we wasted a lot of money on a Zipcar. They, they got expensive. Yeah, probably. But I also got nervous because you had to have it back by a certain time. That was the scary part. And if you didn't, like you could get yelled at because other people, if we had to get the car back by 530, someone might have it at 530. Oh, yeah. And you know Toronto traffic. Like it's just, oh, you never know. Rolling the dice. So I was so happy when we got our own car. But I do think as somebody who drives like a lot of different cars for work as well, Zipcar trained me for to sure. be comfortable in any kind of driving situation, any vehicle, because it's like small, giant, SUV, tiny Pinto, yeah. et cetera. So anyway, we were, John finally believed me and we were like, <laughs> let's book an appointment to Cal's tires. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Why didn't you pause it? You can mute you. I could mute. Oh, you're right. You know what? Go ahead. See? <laughs> right. So basically, John booked a meeting for Cal's Tires, and we're like, okay, let's drive in right before we start work. And so then, base. I can't focus. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm done now. Okay. <laughs> One more time. Okay, go, 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 go. I'm getting oh. used to this. this is the new setup. Look how professional we are. We got headphones. I know. XLR it, cables. It's hard to focus. I know. You're doing a great job. So then we booked an appointment before we started work and drove the car over. And it was like a sunny, warm September day, right? Like there was yeah. nothing, you know, in climate weather or anything out of the ordinary. Like shit was fine. We weren't in a lockdown all of the fun things. So we had two vaccine shots, two vaccine shots and school had already started yeah. at that point. Um, school's in session for September. And so we no walked. education, <laughs> no education. That's our now nine year old nephew. Jesus. <laughs> um, so anyway, we drop off the car. Um, they said they'd let us know what was happening with it. We start walking back home. And did you mention what time of day it was? Yeah, I said it was before work. Okay, then. 
Remember that time about focusing? I, to be honest with you, I'm trying not to like jimmy my legs right now. So I'm focusing on that. But I just, yeah, let's say it's before work could be any time. It could be six in the morning, nine in the morning. It was like eight in the morning. Very early in the morning. But yeah, like you said, kids are skipping the school and everything. So we're walking home and I will say this is not a an area we typically walk in. So we're not like regulars. Like now because of the pandemic and doing the same like neighborhood walk every day, three times a day, people in our neighborhood know us. This is like a neighborhood to the left of us. So people don't know us as well and we don't know them as well. So Mm -hmm. we're walking home and then John and I like obviously shoot the shit. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking. And then all of a sudden we hear. Good morning, children. (laughs) And then all I hear is just. That's the worst sound effect. Why? It's, you need something scarier, like dun dun dun. Uh, I forgot to get that one. I'll what get the that fuck one. Is this crickets? They sound like birds. That sounds like the most pleasant, like summer sound. It's crickets. No. So this, so we're walking and again. We don't. We're not paying attention, but all we hear is this low, bassy rumble of "Good morning, children." And then I was like, what the fuck? We're getting abducted. What is happening? Who's talking to us? And there's this like old timey man sitting on his rickety porch. And I'm like, are there any children? But he's talking to us. Yeah, he was talking to us and being real, real creepy about it. Real creepy. And he kind of started giggling after, which was terrifying as fuck. Yeah. And I also, from what I remember, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to shame anyone's appearance. You look how you look. But he had like a real scummy look where I'm pretty sure he was wearing... No, but listen, he's wearing like a dirty wife beater. Yeah. He had like um like a five o'clock shadowy beard. Yeah. And then he also had like, again, I'm not shaming, but he was like bald with long hair. <laughs> Why does he sound like... What is Who? it? Uh, for Brutzy in prison break. <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly... <laughs> John Abruzzi. John Abruzzi, John that's Abruzzi? Exa- John Abruzzi, John Abruzzi. <laughs> Go Google John Abruzzi. That's who this guy looked like. That's exactly who I was picturing. Good job. But it was weird because... (laughs) But it was weird because it was so creepy. And I felt like instantly like we were in Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. He was going to lure us into this house or something. But he kind of started laughing. So then we awkwardly started laughing because we were like, we can't be too creeped out because if something happens... We, we almost need to be on his side of the creepiness of it. Yeah. Right. And so we kind of like awkwardly laughed and then yeah. he said something else, but I was too terrified and we kept walking. No, we just kept walking. Like this is too weird. It's too <laughs> creepy. It reminded me, I'm t- I've told you that you know this story, but it's kind of interesting. The one other time I almost got uh, kidnapped as a grown adult. Yeah, you've told this story. On the podcast? Of course you Yeah, have. but this is from like, this might be from six years ago. It's oh, a quick, boy. It's a quick story. And I don't even know the details. I was walking. <laughs> what the fuck are you telling it? I forget what, it was right around King and Bathurst area. It's like a mm-hmm. side street. And I was walking to work eight years ago. Again, I'm mm-hmm. a grown adult. And it's the exact, it's weird. It's the exact same time of day. It was right before work, like 8.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy standing on a busy street, street corner down next to him is like a bit of a residential area. And he mm-hmm. just turns to me and, oh, I just thought of another time I almost got kidnapped. But the Remember guy- that time this podcast was about renovations and we were just doing a sponsorship? Stop it with those crickets. So long story short, this guy's like, hey man, can you just come inside my house real quick? I just got to kind of show you something. Or there's someone in there I would love you to meet. I'm like, no. He's like, no, just kind of come inside with me if you could. I'm like, uh, I'm out of here. The guy <laughs> wanted to kidnap me. I got the hell out of That's there. That's why. And then there's one time back Can in- you stop? 
Anyways, anything else for the sponsorship? I don't know if you remember this story about this guy who always had a one-up stories. One-up stories? No, what, we're talking about almost getting kidnapped, so I just thought I would tell my all other story. stories. I've got two stories of being kidnapped oh, almost, boy. so that's that's our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> I can so barely f- get you to focus until you want to tell 10 stories. Oh, boy. I forgot this other theme of our podcast is when oh, John sabotages me. Oh, that's right. I'm sabotaging <laughs> by trying to make the, the podcast better with interesting. Oh, better because I'm so bored. I'm thinking about the podcast description. If I say we talk about almost being kidnapped three separate times, we'll get downloads. We? Well, this me? is our. <laughs> it's not like they're voting for me to download. There's no votes. <laughs> Everyone knows that you're the um, host with the most. <laughs> so, do you want to tell everyone what this episode's actually about this week? Again, I will tell them at <laughs> this podcast. Well, we've been we've been recording for 16 minutes. Maybe they've been not paying attention. They might think it's about being kidnapped. It's similar to John not paying attention. Oh, so boy. this podcast is about uh, the renovations we've done and the chaos that has ensued as part of those renovations in 2021 to our house. That is right. Oh, oh, crap. Uh, so where do you, where do you want to begin with? Do you want to start with the big one that we did at the start of the year, which is the windows or how do you, how do you want to drive this ship? Yeah, I think we can start with the windows. Um, and only because to your point, it was the beginning of the year, but it kind of also spearheaded a bunch of other mini projects. So yeah, going into it, when we bought our house, we had a couple inspections done, I guess on the house. And there's only two major things that, were required to be renovated in the house. And they weren't even that big. One of them kind of was, one of them was that the windows were the original windows and should be replaced. They're about 30 years old. And the other one was within the first year to two years, you should have your roof reshingled. So to you, so those are the only two things that are like, you got to do this. It wasn't like, you know, floors are going to cave in or you need insulation. There's mold. These are the two things. And the windows, you know, our windows were being held open either by sticks or wouldn't open at all. So yeah, they needed to be done, but it's yeah. not like, it's not like the roof, if the roof caved in or there was a, a, a leak, you know, like to yeah. me, the roof was the one I was always more nervous about. To be fair, remember my wobbledy house? Yeah. We walked by it last week. Exactly. My wobbledy house in King West, that house deserved nine house inspections. And I was probably living with like all the problems. Well, you did it. Your roof caved in. And then I did my basement flooded. And there was mold in the bathroom. Exactly. I'm sure there was asbestos everywhere. Probably. So anyway, so to John's point, we did get those two house inspections. And because we're like, okay, we're in the pandemic. We're looking at our house. Maybe this is the time to do the windows mm-hmm. while we're here. And so one of the cool things were that our neighbor, like we kind of did our research, I would say, about these windows. But, yeah. you know, what do we really know as homeowners? I would say. No, we've never had to do, like, I don't know about you. I'm sure growing up in your family house, your family did renovations, right? To the house. Oh, yeah. Well, we had a, like an entire kitchen like we extended our whole footprint of our basement, house. basement, everything. Yeah. And the house I grew up, my parents did new floors, uh, renovated the basement, renovated the kitchen, all these things. Mm-hmm. But my question to you is when this happened, when you're either a, a kid or be a teenager, did you really pay attention to any of the shit? Oh God, no. Well, same here. So what I'm saying is, yeah, we've obviously lived through renovations, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to find someone to go through with it, how much things cost and all this. So this is all new experiences. And to people, I feel like, a lot of people our age are getting either their first house or second house, but kind of like 
when we talked about getting married or buying a house, these are kind of tips too that we can kind of pass along that might be somewhat helpful to people yeah. looking to do house renovations. So I think one of the things to that and to end avoid is, being kidnapped. <laughs> and, oh boy. I think one of the things to that end is like exactly how we did our wedding is based on personal referral, right? For different things. So for the windows, our neighbor, uh, three place, three doors down. Oh. Ah, damn it. Can you not sabotage? Um, our neighbor, three doors down, uh, <laughs> recently had well, her. Well, no, I was going to say, she, what happened was really cool. We had been talking about getting our windows done. This was mm-hmm. Christmas 2020. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, oh, you know, the other thing I was going to say is we, we, here's a good rule too, is not to overload yourself. Like, okay, this calendar year, we got to do all the renovations. We got to fix four things. We kind of decided, you know, in 2021, our two goals, you know, there's two things we have to do to the house and there's things we want to do to the house. Yes. We, so we decided this year, the main things we should do windows and roof. Yeah. We want to do the stairs. We want to do the bathroom. We want to do the floors. We decide that stuff can wait. Can wait. But this year, let's look into windows and roof, and then we prioritize yeah. windows first. So I think that's one, like, exactly that. Like, rules to live by for renovations. Prioritize. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So to that end, to John's point, I guess in December 2020, yeah. and it was a mild one, we were walking home. No, we, we were just... we were on, you, I was like, what are you no, doing? Sorry, I, John's making, like, miming things to me. No, I'm just... I mean, we don't have to be that accurate, but basically, we were on our Christmas break, mm-hmm. and you were dead on. It's like... December 15th and it's really mild outside and we we hear all this drilling going like down mm-hmm. from the neighbor like what the hell this is waking us up we go for a walk and we see our neighbor two three doors down sorry mm-hmm. is having her windows replaced mm-hmm. and you had said you know I, I really think I want black exterior windows yeah and so one of the things and again like if we could go to concerts and travel I feel like I wouldn't be as like fixated on people's houses when we go on our walk. Sure. Because we probably wouldn't be walking around our neighborhood as much. Um, But I'm obviously, I love interior design and I love the high contrast of black exterior windows. Right. The thing that was really interesting to me was what would the inside of the windows look like? But our neighbor, Mary, she had gotten black exterior windows, whereas the rest of our cul-de-sac has all White. white. And I'm like, yo, this chick's so innovative. She is. She's she, a boss. She's a boss. She's also in her 60s. Yeah. So I was like, yo, this is how I aspire to be. Like, mm. way to be a game changer. Mm. Um, so we ended up shooting the shit with her. Yeah, we told her, like, these are the exact windows we're thinking. We like the way they look. Uh, we like that it was all done in one day. She basically had her whole front front of the house done, which is what we, we only yeah. needed was the front of the house, not the back. And so just to, like, push the story forward, I would say... She was so great. She ended up emailing us like oh my God. everything. A detailed. Detailed list. And like, here's the other part of being younger homeowners, I yeah. would say is like our baseline for how much things cost are so fucked up. Yeah. I think like we're, we need to buy a dishwasher. In my head, they're like $5,000. I know. Right. But they're like $1,000. I guess it depends what kind of dishwasher. There could be a 5000 hundred percent. But like when I thought about windows, 
in my head, I'm like, we're going to have to save like $20,000. Oh yeah. I was thinking 20 to 30 grand. Right. Something. And so like, even we have for no the idea. Room, we have no idea. And so anyway, she sent us the quote. We were like, okay, cool. So we ended up going with the place magic windows. Yeah. Right. And even though I had done research on Pinterest, on like forums about what types of windows and everything, I knew none of the jargon as soon as the guy came in to give us a quote. Yeah. So we had a, a sales guy, Rick. I believe. Yeah. Who do you? Who, who oh, he looked exactly like Matt Devlin, the play-by-play <laughs> announcer for the Toronto Raptors. Same like cool hair, old, not older guy, but mm-hmm. older guy. He looked like, yeah. He had like a printer in his bag. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. He, he came over one day. And, and we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. Still in a pandemic, but he yeah. had a mask on yeah, and everything. Totally. And like you said, we were clueless. We don't know. Like, I don't know what a single hung, mm-hmm. double hung. Or were I know we in well the pandemic? Hung. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, we were. Never mind. I was like, yeah, what so year is it? Single hung, double hung, well hung. I, I mean, I only know what one of those mean, but. I didn't know what any of them mean. So <laughs> we started making different things. Like I didn't want the cranky windows. Like the no. one with like the yeah, turny the cr- things, yeah. the cranks. And then I'm like, I also don't want the windows that like. That open. Open outward. Uh, outwards. Like the tilties. Yeah. Like, you wanted something that went Lifties. Up. Lifties. Yeah. So not crankies, not tilties, but lifties. lifties. <laughs> 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 I need laughter. Oh, sorry. I meant this one. <laughs> so, Okay. So he comes over and he's kind of giving us like a lesson in windows. And he's like, okay, let me see all your windows. He walks around, he measures mm-hmm. them. Like you said, he popped a, a, a what? A, he had a printer in his like bag. Yeah. And he's like doing. Um, he's like boppity boopity. He's doing like the whole thing. And you, as always, you have a list of questions. I think. the So here's the thing. I would say if somebody is doing something, ask all the questions you can, because then you're not left up to chance. The one thing that always irritates me, though, is that he came to walk around. Mm. Remember when we went up to the music room mm. and he's like, oh, who plays all these instruments? And we're both standing there. I know. And then he's like, oh, and you're like, oh, my wife, Val, my wife, Val does. <laughs> and then he still proceeds to talk to you about music. I, yep. Do, I, I, I know, I know what you're saying. That was the only thing Mike Devlin pissed me off about. Matt Devlin. Whatever. And so, young nudie. <laughs> young nudie. <laughs> <laughs> right? So anyway, um, we got the quote. Everything sounded cool. The, the really interesting thing about these windows and things to think about any homeowners or new homeowners is that we went without a screen. The screens actually come up from a cartridge and he did this like quiz with John and I where yeah. like how how much percentage of like visibility do you think you lose while looking through a window with a screen and we're like uh 70%? Yeah, I'm like I don't know what you think, Yeah, it was kind of like price is right. Like you said like 10 and I was yeah. like 30 and then we're yeah. like 31. Yeah. Um and so you actually lose like 33% or something visibility mm. and he showed us a window pane mm. without the screen in it and yeah. it was bananas clear like it was very like clear 8k looking through the fucking window mm. and so we're like okay and he's like oh you know because of the pandemic and supply constraint we probably won't be able to actually install these yeah for so he came in early january yeah. i think like january 10th he's like and then yeah. somebody came to measure yeah we had a guy come to measure them but he's before the guy came to measure he's like okay production painting you want black exterior it takes a bit longer to do mm-hmm. black we, we had chosen we decided to do what single hung yeah black exterior white interior yeah and he's like yeah i'll probably take the shortest amount of time because we're in a pandemic probably 12 weeks You're, he's like he's we're thinking anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks most likely right and so who are we to know what what a plan is and at this time too 
when we had first started, we didn't know we'd have roommates. Right. So Sean and Tesla were not with us at this point. No, they, they were. And we exactly. didn't know they would be. No. And so what, the only thing I was thinking is, I'm like, okay, you know what would be great is if we could get these done before May, because all I think is May onwards, mm-hmm. there's mosquitoes, there's bugs, there's mm-hmm. all these like, there's there's um, bees. I'm just thinking if there's open open windows, all these like bugs and stuff flying through our, our windows. See, you're thinking bugs. I'm thinking fucking squirrels, well, they're hawks, here all year, squir- uh, like They're here all year pigeons. around. Pigeons. <gasps> I'm thinking that too, but that's all year round. I'm thinking more, you know, like when we go in the backyard and in September, and there's all those little flies. Yeah. Like I'm just like, ah, oh, it's going to be so... disgusting so yeah so the guy's like okay 12 to 16 weeks you'll get emails on the steps of the process that we're on Mm -hmm. so like the first one was we got an email saying confirmation the next you know three weeks later we got your windows are now in production and i will say they had a really good website and like a really like 2020 infographic that showed the progress yeah which is what i like yeah so so fast forward maybe probably about a month later and you're mm-hmm. you're doubting yourself about the windows for one thing. So, okay. And I to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. I don't know if I stressed you out with this or if this was like the car where it's like, "John, I'm having second like just second guessing myself mm. about the white interior. Yeah. I almost want black interior mm-hmm. and black exterior." And I'm like, I don't know what I want to do, but my gut is telling me to go black. And I felt like I was making you stressed out because we already had well, put the y- stuff in. We put the stuff in. You just never know. Like, will this delay it by another four four weeks or something like mm-hmm. that? Well, can they even do it? Can they not? And you're like, if we at least if we at least ask, then if they say no, then at least I tried. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's fair enough. So we put the request in, and your boy Matt Devlin said mm-hmm. we can do it. And absolutely. And I think it was like a couple hundred extra to yeah. paint them. Yeah. But we were right in the time. And I am so glad. Oh, my God. I went yeah. with the black interior. They look so badass. They look so much more modern. Um, I love the super high contrast. I just feel like it feels like young and fresh mm-hmm. and adds a level of detail, especially on certain floors in our house that I think we needed. And it was like it warranted. Um, so we we're so excited that like now the order was like perfectly what we wanted. Yeah, so fast fast forward. fast forward, we now have roommates, roomies, <laughs> roomies, and I'm getting emails once a week about the progress. And there's basically in the emails, it's like a total of 15 steps. It'll, it's almost mm-hmm. like a like a video, like a graphic, where it's like oh, infographic. Like we we were on step three, and step three was cutting the glass or whatever it was. And then I think it was when did we get them done? We had the windows done it was March seventh, March seventh. So basically a week before March seventh. I get a phone call again. We're, on, we're now on step six. There's mm-hmm. 15 steps. I get a call from Magic Windows saying we would like to set up your installation day. I'm like, oh great, what in like a April? month? April? They're like, no, like next week. <laughs> I'm like, are you shitting me? I'm like, are you sure they're ready? I'm like, I don't think they're ready. I'm on this step, <laughs> and they're like, uh, no. I remember like we talked to them. Like I can see an email saying yeah. it's on step six. And it says it has, they haven't even painted yet, and the lady's like. No, we have them. So we we set up our installation day for March seventh. And remember, I was freaking out. I'm like, they can't. These can't be our window. I was like, with our luck, either the windows are wrong mm-hmm. or they're not painted black interior, or like I just thought they just weren't right. So I'm like, how can they be ready? Like it, it was crazy. And so like everything just felt like it was moving really fast at that point. And so John, myself, and Tesla yeah. were still in the house. I think Sean had gone. Well, he was working, but the funny thing was they were being installed on a Friday and those guys were moving out on Sunday. Oh my God, that's right. So I was like, I, I was like, oh, couldn't these magic... We Wait, sh- then it wasn't March 7th. Didn't they stay with us most of March? 
Um, I can tell you right now. I can look at the pictures. Or maybe it was February. I feel like I can't remember now. Well, we're not going to get chewed out either way. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I can tell you it was March 19th. Yeah. March 19th was the day. So, yeah, yeah. basically a, we got a week's notice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in hindsight, would I have maybe waited till it was just us in the house? So there wasn't three of us working from home? Yeah, probably. But also you want to get, I think they're saying we have next week, we have next Friday, or it's going to be six weeks. Right. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. We talked to Sean and Tessa. Like, uh, of course, like, please get get them done. Absolutely. So we like, okay, it's going to be noisy for a day. And so I think there was a couple things. So Tesla's office was up in our primary bedroom. Right. My office was in the music, music room. room. John's office is in, in the, the basement. 605 Studios. And so all of the front-facing windows to our house, which is five of them, yeah five. yeah, five of them needed to be done. And so at any given point, there are two men running up and down our house and yeah. we have three sets of stairs with tarps <laughs> everywhere. We had to clean up the entire kitchen and like move everything. Move everything. We tarped everything. We tarped the bedroom, tarped the music. We had to move everything away from the windows. And so. so this is the thing. I think in real life, you know, we obviously... We're so happy we were able to support Sean and Tesla of too, course. right? But then even the spare bedroom is where they were living. So yeah. everything from the music room, yeah. we started like pushing to the sides and yeah. stuff and taking like off the walls. And then we're like, oh fuck, our kitchen is not the same for them. Like if they want anything. Yeah. So it was a little bit like- It's a stressful day. It was a stressful I mean, day. I'll I, give it to and it. And I will say this, any day, anyone who knows this and anyone who hasn't done it probably knows it. Renovations are just stressful. 100%. Things can go wrong. Things can be delayed. Like- so it's just you, like I, I was stressed out, obviously leading up to in the day of because you want things to go right. And uh, and in hindsight, I feel like we should have taken the day off. Oh yeah, uh, John and I were both still working. Yeah, Tesla was still working. Yeah, <laughs> and so at one point, while all of this stuff is happening, and you, you're also in a pandemic, right? You're in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Two guys are coming in and out. They're wearing their masks. I mean, the other thing, I like it was very cool to watch it happen. Like yeah. the way they. I'm like, the other reason why I was happy to have these guys was because they did our neighbor's windows. I'm like, at least they know this house. Mm-hmm. And it was the exact same guys who took her windows out, took ours out. So I'm like, I was comforted knowing like, okay, they, these guys know how old the windows are. They've done it. And so it was cool to see them like pop the windows out. And oh, then be like, holy shit, there's just a giant hole in our, our wall. Yeah. And so like, you're watching this stuff happen. And I think for John and I too, this was the first real renovation first, we've, yep. we've done to this house. And, so and in general, I've never done a renovation. Never done I was one. stressed out for sure. And I also think it's like, this is where you and I make a good team is we decided on a place. We liked the place. We did our research. And then like, I think we were both like interested in design in a different way, in different ways. Yeah. And so as soon as the first window went up, I think you called me yeah. to be like, come and check it out. And I was like, Oh my God, yeah. this is life changing. Cause 50% of our fucking windows never even opened before. No. Right. And then looking through it to Matt Devlin's point mm. was like looking at 8k high definition. Right. It was insane. The clarity from what the old ones were and because they didn't, the glass isn't as thick, mm-hmm. the window panes were bigger in the end, right? right? We had an indent mm. in the window, which was like, it just made the front of the house look so cool. Yeah. Um. So no, I'm so happy with them. It was a little bit stressful at one point, I think. I was like, we ordered pizza for yeah. lunch and then all of us were in the basement <laughs> while I was in a meeting. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot going on in the basement and everything. And so for the most part, windows installation went very well. I'm, I couldn't be more happy with it. Except for the one issue we had. Dun, dun, dun. 
I know I gotta get a dunk test. That's a different one. The only one thing was, I, I remember going up. I was going, kind of going up and downstairs because I was trying to write scripts. So I would go in the, the living room for a bit, just to try and watch stuff. And I had noticed, like you know, a, a third, oh, a fuck, third person. Yeah. yeah, now you remember. I'm like, okay, someone new is here. Whatever. Went back downstairs. Came upstairs an hour later, and I think we came up together and we looked at our kitchen window, and we're both like, "What the fuck? There's a there's a crack. Yeah, a giant crack right down the middle of the the window. Hundred percent. And so we go and talk to the guys. We're like, okay, well, what happened? Like what, what happened? Like there's a crack in our window and the, yeah. the guys installing are like, oh, I feel so bad. The person who actually manufactured the windows came here to do a test and he cracked the window. And he was like day one on the job or yeah, something? Yeah, he was day one. I'm like, and um, we're like, well, did no one think to tell us? We're like, where is this guy? We want to talk. He's like, oh, he's gone. I was like. We're like, what? He's like, oh, no, it'll get fixed. It'll get fixed. I'm like, it'll get fixed. But this is like. How did it crack? Like, what's yeah. the quality of these windows? All these things, right? I'm like, we were both really annoyed. He's like, oh, I know. I feel bad for the guys his first day. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. we're paying all this money Thank right you. now. So this is where, and so like Miranda always says, like boss Val gets yeah. into a mode. Yeah. This is where I was starting to see red. Cause to your point, it was, this is our first time. And I felt like we were being taken for a ride yeah. a little bit. So I'm kind of like fix this fucking window, call this guy back. So I think we ended up emailing or calling. Yeah. Well, I, I also, I don't get mad, but I thought I was pretty good. I called them back and yeah. I'm like, this is what, this would have happened. I'm like, send someone yeah. like we need someone right away. And so this was a Friday. Someone ended up coming Monday and they're like, okay, we'll send the guy back. And I was like, no, send your best person. Don't send someone yeah. day one. And so, so let's, we're, we're kind of jumping ahead, but let's just finish this cracked window story. So mm -hmm. Monday roomies are gone. They left on Sunday mm -hmm. And we have the guy who's like the senior whatever yeah. window guy. He came and he fixed it within like 10 minutes. And he kind of looked at everything and did some tweaking here and there. And he, he fixed it perfectly. It was all by Monday. Everything was fine. Yeah. He also taught us how to open the window. Oh, yeah. We didn't know how to like open them properly <laughs> to like clean them and stuff. Yeah. So anyways, it was re resolved within a couple of days. Everything's great. The guys who mm -hmm. actually put in the windows did a great, great job. job. But um, yeah, other than that was kind of a, a damper on things. Cause I was like, fuck that did stress me out. Cause I'm like, now we got to deal with fixing the crack. Mm -hmm. Minus that. How did you feel? how did you feel just overall today? Now everything's perfectly oh, done. How, what do you think of the I windows? I love it. I think the only thing that I was nervous about was the crack. And then now, cause this is the first time in the winter with the windows. And again, like we're new to houses. Like, yeah. I don't know about this. I never paid attention in like my childhood house growing up. Right. Yeah. When it's really cold outside, but the heating is on, on the windowsill, yeah. there's like frost buildup. Yeah, it's a little right. bit like water condensation or something. So, so we got to look into we that. We got to look into that. So that's the only thing where I'm like, is this the windows? Is this yeah. the house? Is yeah. this what happens? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, but it, I will say, so that, that pretty much wraps up the windows. But mm -hmm. if you guys are interested in windows, check out Magic Windows. But if you do, mm -hmm. tell them we sent you because then we get 100 bucks for referral. Yeah, and we need to do two more windows. Yeah, so fucking use these guys. You don't even have to use them. I think you should just call them to check out your house. Totes. And give them, give them our name and then we get 100 bucks. And 100%. that helps uh, sponsor this podcast. I would also say live, live at 605, fan of Magic Windows. Yes, definitely. And we've noticed a lot of Magic Window commercials these days. So, Totes. so we jump, do you want to jump to the next big, big renovation or? Yeah. Okay. So like we said, we crossed off from the house inspection. Windows are done. We can now open them without using a stick, all these great things. The next big thing that you mentioned we had to do, and this one made me a bit more nervous because I was like, um, if, if something goes wrong with this, then we got a problem with the house. And that is we needed to re-shingle the roof. <gasps> and so I think 
you know, the inspection report said within the first two years mm-hmm. in October, we had been here for two years. So I was getting worried, you know, there was just one really big rainstorm. Both you and I are like, Oh, I hope our roof doesn't leak. And we had had no problems with our roof at all, but I just, although one day I remember seeing oh, a, yeah, shingle a shingle in front of our front door. That's right. So again, we've never had to redo a roof or we've never even roof. seen our roof. We've never even seen our roof. Yeah. And that was the thing that stressed me out. Like I, I know I had to, I had to clean out mm-hmm. fucking shit from the gutters so again, we're like, well, how do, how do we do this? We need referrals. So we had talked to your friend from work yep, Marina. And, and she gave a really, really good referral. And then we were talking to our neighbors again one day and we're like, oh yeah, you know, we, we need to reshingle our roof. Mm-hmm. And our neighbor's like, I got the guy for you. We're like, oh yeah. She's <laughs> like, John Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> like, yeah. He's a great comedian. <laughs> yeah. No, John Stewart roofing. And LTD. <laughs> he's done the roofs for every, basically this, five, whole this whole this whole neighborhood and she's like he did all three of, the, of our neighbors within the last five years yeah. and so like okay so again personal reference mm-hmm. and i'm like well i like to use someone who's actually worked a, a, in our complex before right yeah. so she, so she gives us his contact information so yeah we email him to come check it out and we get john stewart himself comes to our house and again <laughs> I don't know who he, he, oh, he kind of looked like Michael McDonald to me. He looked like Michael McDonald to you, but he looked like, um, oh, fuck, the guy from the league or from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Rose's boyfriend. Oh, that guy, P- Plamenta? Yeah. But this guy's like, Plamento. Plamento <laughs> has like dark hair. This guy know, had gray like, hair. Yeah, I know, but he, he had the characteristics and mannerisms sure. of a Plamento. Yeah, he also kind of looked like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> but this guy was super cool. But again, he... We emailed them and we like, okay, yeah, we'll set up a consultation day. And then we both got phone calls that we didn't mm-hmm. answer because I think you were in a meeting and I think I was actually in a meeting yeah. too. Then we get a ring at our doorbell. This is before we have a new doorbell. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Is it not John Stewart himself? <laughs> like, hey guys, I tried calling you. I, I, I know mine's a private number, so most people don't pick up. But he's like, do you have 20 minutes? I can look at your roof now. I'm like, oh, damn. We're like, sure, John Stewart. Yeah, come on up, John Stewart. So he comes up. And he's like, oh yeah, I know this place very, very well. We've done all the the roofs here over the years. And he comes with like his little, like almost like like a printer in a bag. He has a ladder in his bag. <laughs> he's like, okay, let me go take a look at your your roof. And he goes up there. We're standing on the balcony. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. He's taking some pictures. He's like, John, do you want to come up here? Yeah. So I was like, sure, I'll come up here. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I go up there, and he's like, he's like, okay, this is your roof. Look at those three roofs. He's like, that's what. He's like, I did those roofs. And all three of the other roofs, same skylight, same shingle, same everything. And after we talked to him, we're like, I think we'll go with you. We basically said, give us exactly what you gave our neighbors. Well, and I also think to this degree, again, we don't know a lot about roofs, right? No, not, nothing. Nothing. And so it's helpful when somebody who's so into their skill yeah. set and like, they just, they're just so knowledgeable of roofs. And so he's like, oh, you have no animal guards. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but the, like, for sure. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, I can. We're you like make cages. Yeah, and he's things. like, and so he's like, I can do that. We said, can we get gutter guards for our gutters? He's like, we can do that. Mm-hmm. And it was good. He explained everything to us pretty thoroughly. And he also, uh, he's like, you know what? Your roof is not in horrible shape. He's like, yes, it does definitely needs to be reshingled. Because we were like, okay, well, when can you do this? And again, mm-hmm. he was like, well, we're pretty busy, but your roof isn't huge. So it might be if we finish a big project early, we can do yours. But he's like, it might be six to eight weeks. And, and, we're, and we're sorry. I'm like, well, is that bad? Like if there's a big rainstorm, he's like, he's like, I could come back here in six months. You'll be fine. Nine months. He's like, it's got to be redone, but it's not in horrible shape. Which is comforting. And again, I thought it was like $20,000 to do a roof. No, I, 
it definitely wasn't as bad. Ours isn't huge. And we basically said, just give us the best everything. Like you said, animal cages, gutter guards, shingles, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then he's like, do you guys have a preference for color of your shingles? It's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're like, just match whatever yeah, they have. We're like, just match our name. Oh, and we were getting a new skylight. Oh, that was actually life changing. But I will say one of the things that was kind of like, okay, so now that we've done everything in the house, the only thing I said to John was, this is one of those investments that you just never see. You never see, but it's an important one because if you if things start leaking, there could be big trouble. Oh, 100% and affect the shit I do see. So it's Exactly. Like, so anyway, are you, were you happy with the results and the experience? <laughs> yeah. So again, he said six, eight weeks. Fast forward, what, three weeks? Yes. <laughs> and we get a phone call being like, Hey, this is this is John Stewart. Not not the man, but I think it was actually his wife. He's, she's like Mrs. John Stewart. Miss, <laughs> Mrs. Stewart. She's like, "Are you guys free tomorrow?" I'm like, "Jesus Christ, man, tomorrow?" They're like, "We got time tomorrow." And we're like, "I guess so. We're doing it tomorrow." Totally. And again, we weren't actually like, you know, in if anyone wants to do renovations, even if it's on the outside of the house, take the day off. We did oh, not take the day off. We did not take the day off. And again, redoing your roof and new skylight it's loud it's a lot of work no one came inside but there was people collecting <laughs> tell people what did you see because you you so, faced the front of the house yeah so now through these amazing new magic windows <laughs> with no screen and no curtains yeah um every, all of the workers were in the front of the house and like they had like this crazy cool like um like uh, uh conveyor belt ladder yeah. like bringing up like bags of like shingles or something or whatever materials they need and so but then on another ladder they were like walking up the mm. thing and so i would be like full profile working at my computer mm-hmm. and lock eyes with yeah. like john stewart on the ladder <laughs> yeah. and he just like start waving at me and i'm like what the fuck's going on but intermittently every like 30 minutes all of a sudden, what felt like a body yeah. bag, like a person, dropped to the bottom of like the ground. Yeah, and I would freak out, thinking somebody fell off the fucking yeah, ladder. Yeah, scary as shit. Yeah, no, I know. So the only thing that's so I, again, I was obviously stressed out because what if like a problem occurs that they didn't know of before? And again, mm-hmm. there's like that the old skylight was real rickety, and I could mm-hmm. hear them like when they took the old skylight off mm-hmm. because there's a big hole in our house, <laughs> I could then hear them talking and like, Oh, this is this old skylight sucks. They did a shit job. Mm-hmm. The only thing that, so I was stressed out, <laughs> but then the one thing that stressed me out was they all left for lunch, which is obviously normal, cool, normal, but they had a, they hadn't, they had taken out the old skylight, but haven't put the new one on in. Mm-hmm. So there was a big hole in our roof and I'm like, well, I guess I know where I'm going to be standing for the next hour till they come back. And because of the architecture in our house, we can't just like shut the bedroom door no, where the roof <laughs> is. We have a skylight that runs from the top of the house all the way through to the bottom of the house. And so if a fucking raccoon comes in. Or, rac- or even a squirrel. I wasn't as worried bird. about a raccoon, a bird, more of squirrels because they can get up there. And so I was like, I-, I stood there for a good 40 minutes until they came back. <laughs> but again, I'm like, if a squirrel comes down, what am I going to, what am I going to do? Yeah, nothing. That's so true. I, I'll just know there's a squirrel here. Luckily, no squirrels came, 
And it took them just one day. It took them about nine hours. They got everything done within mm-hmm. one day. They're all super friendly. I think there was four of them who put it together. Totally. The only other thing that I really liked about the roofing experience yeah. was, because uh, we always thought about this too. Remember where I was like, do we tip? Do we not tip and everything? And then it yeah. was like, try and give like water or like coffee or yeah. like, like whatever food kind of thing. So I was like, hey guys, do you want like a coffee or something? And we have like the espresso machine that you got me. Right. And they're like, okay, sure. And I'm like, wait a second. Do I give mugs? To oh, everybody, yeah. and then I was like, "Wait a second! Yep. Bringing it back, we can bring out our wedding live at six oh five wedding cups." <laughs> so I felt like it was a perfect Aces moment to rebrand the podcast, also rebrand the wedding. But I felt like it made all the drinks taste better. <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did, and so everything went fine. We talked to the guys when they left. So yeah, everything's up. Skylight. The new skylight looked amazing. Yeah, like we had this old bubble one that was like yeah. the original one. Yeah. They did like a sleek square one. And then your boy, John Stewart loves the pop buys. I think he popped by the next day. He did. It was like, okay. So one of the things that I, and we didn't say this about the, um, what you want to call it? The windows guy either, Matt Devlin, John Stewart and Matt Devlin literally also like talking to John and I. Yeah. Right. Like I feel like they always they would keep either calling us or coming back or like hanging out a lot longer well, like, with us than necessary. It was like, oh, you know, you're two young guys just bought this house. And yeah, like, they like talking to us about having this house. And I think Matt Devlin's like, well, these are really good floors you have. He's like, yeah. I've been to a lot of houses where the floors are creak or they're they, they like bow in the middle. He's like, yeah. you guys got good floors here. Totally. And then like John Stewart's like, oh, a lot of stairs in here, right? <laughs> and blah, 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 whatever. But it would be like, oh, you know, like they're they're like hanging out. Like they're yeah. in it to win it. So John Stewart came back the next day. I'll be honest. I really like John Stewart. He was a you cool guy. You do like John Stewart. You're like, how I can only do my roof in 15 more years. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, and both of them are great. Magic windows, we forgot to say. I think, is it lifetime guarantee? Totes. But if we move, we can transfer one time our warranty to the next people who move in here, which totally. is huge. And I think it's the same with the roof. It's like a 15-year, 20-year warranty. And if we move, we can transfer, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, John Stewart came back, said everything went perfectly. Here's some pictures. Everything's great. You Mm -hmm. guys good? We're like, yeah, I guess we're good. So now all that means is everything off the house inspection is done. Yeah. We can now move on to cosmetic upgrades. Exactly. So why don't we talk about some big upgrades we did ourselves in the backyard? Yeah. This is impressive. Again, we... You hire the big guns for things you absolutely can't do, like windows or roofing. But mm-hmm. then, because that co- does cost money, you find ways to save money by doing little projects that you can do yourself. Totally. And so, okay, one mini update, because we actually looked at it today. So there's this amazing website called House Sigma, mm-hmm. or app, I guess, yeah. um, called House Sigma, where you can look up like previous sales of houses yeah. on the market for what they went for, previous like listing photos, etc. And so John and I actually went back to our listing and looked at the photos of our house before we've done these upgrades. Right. And I will say like the front of the house with the new windows, we did new lights and everything looks super fun. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. The backyard though is oh. like friggin' Tales from the Crypt Swamp to like new age difference yeah and so what i love about it is again because we're in the pandemic and it's like what can we possibly do there's like a lumber shortage in the gta and stuff we're like okay last summer we ended up just like bleaching essentially and cleaning off all the algae from the fence and painting the pergola yeah but i was saying to john i wasn't totally happy 
with the bleach look if right. we were getting furniture. Yeah. And this summer, my goal was to get us some furniture to sit on. Yeah. So, for, well, first, before we got... No, we did we have the furniture before we, we stained the fence? Yeah. So we ended up staining the fence. We went to Lowe's, our new favorite spot, and we bought some stain and we stained the fence and the stain looked awesome. It's like the fence and the pergola. Like, okay, this is done. Looks great. No, you're telling it wrong. Okay. So You go tell it. So remember, we got the furniture first. Okay. Because then the furniture at the time matched the fence color and I needed it to have a contrast. So when we were in Ottawa visiting my family over the summer after we got our second uh, vaccine shot, we went to Lowe's with my mom just to see what kind of patio furniture they have. And you saw us, we, we saw a set we both instantly loved. And we're like, oh, this is great. Uh, when we go back to Toronto, we'll, we'll see if the Lowe's downtown has this set. A hundred percent. And so similar to our house where in my head, I want to have like a harvest table that fits like 16 of our friends that we can like have dinner at and everything and everyone can sit comfortably. I know that's not realistic, but I had the same, you know, you know, I don't even know, like Candyland dreams for the backyard whereby I'm like, oh, I don't want a coffee table because I want to serve actual dinner outside, but we don't have room for like a loungy area and a seating dinner area. And so we had to find the perfect dimensions for furniture. And it was hard to find, to be honest. Like we looked everywhere. And so we finally find this one set at Lowe's in Canada. So we come back and we try to contact the Lowe's in Toronto and it turns out it's sold out here completely. Yeah. So we, we call the Canada one and they're like, oh, all we had was, that was only the floor model. Like we're, we're completely done. And I was like, I'll take it. I know. And I think you, yeah. So, but they were like, I think the floor model was gone. Yeah. And so you had called like, uh, HQ Lowe's and they're mm-hmm. like to see if there's anything anywhere and the guy's like it's gone across all of Canada and now it's on sale yeah so sorry we called headquarters first like it's completely sold out and then you're like well let's now let's try Canada see mm-hmm. if that floor model is available so we mm-hmm. called them and they're like no it's gone but there's one location uh, I forget where it was in, in Ottawa Stitchville let's say Stitchville something like that like there actually might be one left there I'm not sure. So we call them and they're like, but this was the thing again. What? Where I was like, Our, yeah, it doesn't matter. Either know, way we called. I was like, we called, but I was like, John's getting reluctant to do well, the chasing. I, no, I wasn't. We were doing the chasing. I was reluctant to get uh, a floor model that we had. Yeah. We don't know what the Knicks are. We can't go see it in person because it's in Ottawa. But either way, we called this place in Stittsville and they're like, yeah, we do have one in the box mm-hmm. and if you want to come get it tonight, I'll put it aside so no one else gets it. I was like, sure. I'm like, the problem is we live in Toronto. <laughs> do, can you ship it? I think no, they, there was something that was up. They yeah. couldn't do it. So I call call my folks. I'm like, can you guys go over tonight? <laughs> they're holding it. It's like six o'clock at night too. I'm like, yeah. they're holding it for tonight. Can you go pick it up? My dad's like, we'll go We're right in now. Canada. So they go and they pick up the box. My dad's like, yeah, we got it. We paid for it. Uh, We're going to pay you back later. And he, they were planning to come to Toronto in a couple weeks anyways. Yeah. So my dad takes a picture. Does this box not take up the whole... They have an SUV. <laughs> Does it not... Or a CRV, whatever it is. Does it not take up the whole back seat? And my dad's... He took it out of the boxes too. Well, first he, he's like, the box just barely fit in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, we're coming to Toronto in a few weeks. I guess, you know, your mom's <laughs> not bringing any suitcase or any luggage with her. And he's like, don't worry. We'll, I'm like, oh, I feel At so point, bad. You're like, I don't even know if I can bring your mom with me. <laughs> 
So my dad's like, you know what I'm going to do is a few days before we come up, I'll take it out of the box. And that way we can fit everything into there and we get our suitcase and everything. So then I'm in a Walmart and I think you kind of were like, oh, I'm worried that there's something you were worried that it wasn't going to look right. Or you were having your doubts. I was nervous about the color. So anyways, it's a Thursday. My parents are coming down on a Friday. Thursday, I think I'd taken the day off work because I was at Walmart. My dad calls me. He's like, okay, I got some bad news for you. (laughs) I was like, yeah. He's like, I took everything out of the box and not everything's there. I'm like, what? He's like, I think there's two boxes. Mm -hmm. They only gave me one box. And again, this was like three weeks after my dad already bought the set. I'm like, there's no way they're going to have second. So I'm like, it was like a love seat, two chairs and a table, yeah. like a dining table. I think it was missing the dining table. And so my dad's like, I think there's supposed to be two boxes. So he's like, and again, he was a trooper. He's like, I'm going to go to Lowe's. I'm going to drive there right now and see what's up. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. So I text you. I'm like, I know you're in meetings, but call me when you can. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, you're going to be so upset that we didn't. We were looking everywhere for this thing. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'll call you in 10 minutes. I'm like, oh shit, how am I going to break this to you? Two minutes before you call me, my dad calls back. He's like, good news. They had the second box there. I'm like, are you <laughs> shitting me? He's like, I'm like, how do they even know? How did they find it? He's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, I have the second box. It's here. So uh, I, I text you back. I'm like, oh, sorry, I missed it. Do you need to talk? And you're like, no, I'm good. No, my dad's like, let's wait and tell, tell Val in person. It'll be a funny story. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So they come down the next day and they have everything just barely fit in the, the car. Yeah. I'll, I'll post the pictures. It's pretty it's funny. Insane. I don't even know how you drive on the 401 I know. without being able to see out your back window. Yeah. So uh, first of all, to my folks for, Thank br- you. for bringing it down. And then it was pretty sweet. So my dad's like, oh, so this one your was. Your mom ha- hadn't even seen the house with furniture yet. No, she had. Did she? Yeah. Christmas time before the pandemic. Oh, yeah, that's true. So this is what happened was, and this is kind of another podcast story for a different episode is the next day we were renting a cottage with a couple of our friends. So mm-hmm. my parents were coming down to stay at our stay house. at our house while we were gone for a week. Yeah. So my dad's like, well, let's put this set together and then we can all have like a drink afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you had to finish up some stuff. So you went upstairs. My dad and I go in the backyard and it's pretty sweet. My mom, my, I go to my, my mom. I'm like, Oh, you're going to be okay. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to go on my iPad. So she gets a drink. She lies down on the couch. It was pretty sweet. She yeah. put her legs up. She had the iPad. <laughs> she just looked very comfortable and it made me very happy yeah, to see. Yeah, made me very happy. So that was pretty funny. And then my dad and I put everything together with probably about, took us about an hour or so and everything looked great. It, I was a little worried it might not fit, but everything fit perfectly to me. Totally. We measured. We met, we measured, but you still, you never know. Like yeah. could it, it could fit, but could it feel too crammed? But I thought it felt and looked Awesome. I, I love it. I think oh, everyone I really likes it, it totally. so far. So that was great. And from there, we then ended up staining the fence. So the reason why was the fence that we had bleached. We now got this great furniture. It was almost like there was no contrast between the furniture and the fence, like no separation. Right. And so every day, because we have like a, a townhouse, there's a straight shot from the front door to the backyard. Mm. And so I would always look at it. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, something's wrong. Right. And it's obviously like we're, we're we were not at any point going to buy a new fence. Like we were kind of no. talking to our neighbors and like eventually maybe yeah. we'll put in a new fence or whatever, but we're not there yet. Yeah. So I'm like, let's just go look for some stain. So we went back to our favorite place, Lowe's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I think I was like, it, it was kind of like a honey crisp color. That I was looking at it, I'm like, I guess we're going to stain the fence, right? Yeah. And like, they're like, have you ever stained anything before? And we're like, no. no, right? And they're like, okay, well, you know, you don't want to do it on a too hot day, but you need to have at least like eight hours 
to yeah. like do it all in one day yeah. and stuff. And I think it was like a Sunday yeah. at that point. And, and we, we went were, out for lunch. We went out for lunch and it was so <laughs> fucking hot yeah. and all of the things they said basically not to do. But we did it and we did it in a, in a Sunday afternoon and everything looks, it looked great. It looks insane. Like when, and this is the point when you look at the house Sigma photo to what it looks like now, our backyard, the fence was fucking green. Oh, it was gross. And so what I cannot wait for this summer, and we can talk about the fucking lights, is yeah. we're almost to the point, even things like, you know, I would say spend the money on getting the right perennial flowers and making sure like we cleaned up everything now. Like we painted the door trim on the outside. Yeah. John removed the wires. Yeah. So I was going to say, so around an hour. So I'm going to tell a couple stories quickly because yeah. those are the two big ones. The thing that bugged me the most for the backyard was there was these cable mm -hmm. wires running from a bell box that went all the way to the second floor and the third floor of our house. And it was such a gross eyesore. And so I'm like, these are bell. We're with Rogers. So I'm like these, and I can see inside, I'm like these cables go nowhere. Like mm -hmm. they do nothing. They're just, we just don't need them, mm -hmm. but it's connected to a bell box. So you ended up calling bell and was like, can you remove these wires? Mm-hmm. So a bell guy comes and you, you, you were gone. I'm like, okay, I'll take care of this. Super nice guy came and he comes in the backyard. He's like, okay, I'm going to remove the bell box. And he's like, I can unplug it. But he's like, I'm not allowed to cut the wires. He's like, these are your wire. If I do something, I can't be responsible. He's like, I can take the box, but that's it. And he's like, you can kind of cut things yourself. I was like, uh, all right. But he's like, or, or one of them was like running to our Rogers box. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can't touch that. And so anyways, I'm like, all right, we'll remove the box. He removed the box. He kind of cut one wire, but there was still like three wires hanging. So I was able to go upstairs to our third floor. I'm like, okay, this is actually just a um, ethernet cable. I can cut this myself. And so I cut it, but then it's hanging from the outside. So anyways, there was um, a couple, there was still two, two or three wires hanging. I'm like, I can cut them. I can cut them, but they're still going to be dangling. I'm like, fuck, and we don't have a ladder for me to go up and completely get rid of them. So about 45 minutes had gone by since this bell guy came in and cut or, or removed the box. And I go to throw some garbage out. I'm like, shit, this guy's still in our visitor parking. <laughs> he's like, eating lunch. He's eating lunch. And I saw that he had a ladder with his van. I'm like, I know he told me he couldn't cut them. But I'm like, I wonder if I could just ask him like, dude, can I just borrow your ladder so I can cut these myself? Mm -hmm. And so it was raining too. And you said it's like very unstable stereotypical of me but totally. like all right i'm gonna do i'm just gonna ask him but he was a nice guy yeah. and so i'm like i go i knock on the door i'm like hey I'm, I'm so sorry i see you're eating lunch but i'm like is there any way i could borrow your ladder i'm like i know you can't cut the wires but i know for a fact that these wires aren't connected to anything in the house i'm like i just need a ladder just to snip them and the guy's like give me five minutes and I'll, I'll bring you the ladder so i'm like okay great so he comes back in and i'm like okay so you see these wires i'm like trust me, they're not going anywhere i'm like can i borrow your ladder he's like you know what he's like I'll just do it for you. Mm -hmm. So he went and he snipped the wires and now all the wires are completely gone from the house. Which is so great because now it's like, it's clean. And to be fair, John was always the one in the backyard facing the house, yeah. the back of the house. Well, the wires are so gross though. They're so gross. They looked weird. They were, they, we had them like coiled in our bedroom in the corner yeah, at one point, so but it was like, it was one of those things where I'm like, now that they're gone, I don't even know why we lasted with them for so long. Oh, it like, looks so much better now. It was just what, okay. So like, here's a couple things I would say. And the only other thing that we got fixed was 
off Amazon because I wanted a modern light fixtures yeah. for the front of the house. Our fucking front of the house, our outside light did barely work. It was as yeah. if somebody had like a fucking candlestick and was like walking with it to light up the front area. So it was so dark. Yeah. And I'm like, we need to fix the front light. We need to get something that's more modern, something that actually has light. And so John, with the help of our neighbors, which yeah. was really lovely, put up two really modern cylinder, two black matte cylinder lights. So we yeah. had one in the front and then one in the back where the wires formally hung, yeah. which was great. And so now it's like everything looks perfect. So I know we're up at time, but no, that's I think okay. We still, we can keep going. I was going to say one of the things, if we had like how we did like the top 10 things for like when you're buying your house or you're w- planning a wedding to John's point earlier in the podcast, I would say is prioritize spaces in your house. Don't try and do multiple projects at once. I think we didn't bite off more than we could chew. No. And then also like make sure you measure the space to know what fits and what works. Yeah. Because I think the black lights, I was like toying between like two sizes of cylinders. This is the right one. We also got to deal with two of them yeah. and a two pack, which meant we could put one in the backyard to make things symmetrical yeah. and clean. But then also it finishes the um, the front of the house well, is just done. So two other things. So uh, when we put the windows in, the windows in our front door are all black, but the trim above our front door was white. So again, you're like, let's buy a small can of paint. Mm-hmm. We went to Lowe's. We said, this is what our paint looks like. Can you help us get something that matches it? We painted the trim. The front of the house looks so sleek. We also... Uh, we went over to your brother's house, Carl, oh, yeah. and I'm like, okay, there's a couple of things that you have that I really, really like. One of them is you have smart light bulbs. You have Philip Hughes light bulbs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, tell me about these things. He's <laughs> like, well, you can control them through your phone. You can change colors. You can put them on timers. You can dim them. There's a hundred million features you can do. I'm like, these are the coolest things ever. So I'm like, you're telling me if we're on vacation and away from the house, I can set the front light on timers so that they come on and turn off at certain times. He's like, yeah. I'm like, if we're watching a movie, I can change the lighting to make it blue hue Mm -hmm. to match, you know, if we're watching Bachelor in Paradise or something. He's like, yep. So we bought Phillips Hughes. No, 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 no. Literally, John had a conversation on a Saturday. Oh, boy. Then on Sunday, you purchase like six different light bulbs. (laughs) And these aren't like your run-of-the-mill like 3M light bulbs from like fucking like Home Depot. No. That are like $6.99. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a bit of money, but. Now that you we are have so them. excited. And what do you think about them? Oh, I love them now, but I think it's equally I know, like... I know, it's... It was just funny because I find like, if I impulse buy like, here's a chandelier kind of thing, you have the same amount of excitement over these light bulbs. Well, the, the difference is screwing in a light bulb is way easier than screwing in a chandelier. <laughs> yeah. Because another thing we did was in our dining room, we had this really old, ugly, like, not bamboo. It's like boho. Boho. A light wicker. fixture, wicker. Exactly, it was a wicker fi- feature. <laughs> a wicker feature. <laughs> rural Jura. The rural Jura. So, you bought a really cool, with the help of your mom, I think, a really cool light fixture. It's like a brush brass, like modern, um, yeah, thing. And but that was the hardest thing I've ever had to put up. Taking down the old one was hard, but because it was kind of there's this weird mold. It's like a medallion. A medallion. Putting the new one in didn't fit in it. So I did kind of like 
I don't know, sand and dust and all these things. I, I got it's up there and it looks great, but it was just really tough to and do. And here's the other thing I would say: we get so many compliments on that chandelier. Yeah, right. Um, we've now shared it with like friends to be like, I'm fine when people are like, "Where'd you get this?" I'm like, "Here, you could totally buy what we have." Like. Yeah. I feel nice that we started the trend. Exactly. But I feel like you've equally gotten friends onto the Philips Hughes light bulbs. Definitely have that. You know what else we did this year? What? We got a brand new uh, uh, faucet. Ooh. Again, where do we get that one from? Lowe's. So what kind of kitchen faucet did you want? A chef's faucet. And what is a chef's faucet? One of the ones where you can take it out of the handle and like squirt it everywhere with squirt. or spray it. Okay. Squirt, squirt. Um, but yeah, I wanted one that was taller. Yeah. So that way we could fill pots, right? Yeah. And not have to worry, like, like put them right in the basin. Yeah. Um, I love it. So that, again, we can post a picture, but we got a new faucet. We had to, you know me, and water and stuff. We had to shut the water off to the house. I'm under there like a plumber. <laughs> took the old one out. The new one was going in, but there were some issues. But we figured it out and we got the new faucet in. I was pretty proud of us for installing that by ourselves. I think this is the thing. So like in looking at the old pictures of the house and like the progress we've made in what, two years? Yeah. I do think we've given it a bit of a facelift already. And it's just all adding up to the return on the house if we ever sell it. I think, you know, this year, I think the next project we said was the stairs um, and or the floors. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I love this kind of stuff. Like, obviously if we were able to do more things that we wanted in the pandemic or if there wasn't a pandemic, who knows if we would have done this stuff already. Maybe not. We can talk about one last thing and then we can end this, this thing. But what is for the last two years, what have you wanted for the front of the house? <gasps> and then what did you finally get? Mama. Mama. Um, so I've wanted a digital doorbell, video uh, doorbell. Yeah. Since we moved in, because, you know, John and I are, we love technology in our house. Like we have a smart house. Yeah. Right. And we've always wanted a smart house. And to me, that was like, again, just the same as like the aesthetic part of it. It was like the functionality of having it. I wanted that at the front of our house. And so we were researching that for the longest time. Well, we bought one last year for Christmas, but the place where our original doorbell was, was in this really narrow area. And the doorbell we bought was too wide. And so we had to return it and we tried to research some things and every, there was just nothing that would fit our area. So again, we were talking to your brother, Carl, and he was saying, you know, for his was too narrow too, but he got like a block of wood and screwed that into the house and was able to connect the doorbell that way. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so I knew for Christmas this year, I wanted to get you a video doorbell. And so I was trying to research, I'm like, okay, well, maybe we do the block of wood. But then I found through Ring a video doorbell that is battery operated and the battery lasts anywhere from six to 12 months and it's rechargeable. And I'm like, well, if I only have to change this battery once or twice a year, but that means that I can put the battery anywhere on the house. I'm like, that sounds pretty good to me. And I can buy a digital, I can buy a chime. So that like everything's the same as it would be if we screwed it into the old doorbell. So I'm like, I think I'm going to do this. And so here's the thing. Like, obviously it's like, it's funny because it's like, who gets super excited for a doorbell for Christmas? I do, though. I was so excited when we got it. And especially because you had figured out 
how to make it work kind of yeah. thing for us. But then I think the coolest part was, or just like the weird part, John and I would go walking around our neighborhood because we were like, which side of the wall Be- because do we put the doorbell uh, on? Initially, our doorbell was on the opposite side of our door. So the handle of our door is on the left side. The doorbell was on the right. Our mailbox was on the left. And so we're like, okay, well, should we put the digital doorbell on the right side where the doorbell is or the left side where the handle is? And so we were going to do like an Instagram po- poll, poll with like our friends and everything. But then we started walking around the neighborhood and we noticed a couple things. One, a lot of people just don't have doorbells. Even in our area, the, the first five houses here don't have doorbells. And so we're like, what the fuck? Then the second thing was... Some people yeah. had the doorbells on the side of their mailbox where their handle was. Most people did, I right? think. I think we decided most people did. Totally. Some people also had their doorbells like on their door almost. Yeah, that was it was weird. weird. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just kind of bizarre as like the things you just never pay attention to growing up. So even like we started analyzing like our parents' houses, I think, yeah. and like where did they put their doorbells? Exactly. So. We, we asked John and Tesla yeah. when we went and got our vaccine, our booster. Yeah. We're like, which side of the door would you put this on? And they were like, beside the mailbox. And yeah. we're like, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> right? so that's where Ronald we're, Johnson's. <laughs> oh, damn. Ronald Johnson's. So we did that with the help of your brother, Carl, and the help of our neighbor, Mike. <laughs> and a lot of power tools later, we got it because we got some strong ass bricks. Mm-hmm. We got it up and running. And now it's it's life changing. Oh, I'm so excited. I love our video it's doorbell. It's basically like lobby watch from the apartment. Oh, yeah. I check it all the time. 100%. It's it's great. I love it. I love the placement. I love the way it looks in our house. And <laughs> I'm just throwing feathers. Yeah, throwing feathers everywhere. <laughs> so is there any other house? I think that we did a lot of shit in, in one calendar year. Just look at all the things we just did. No, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we've done. I mean, we already talked about door door doorknobs before. Yeah. We. Um, no, I think that's basically it. I we almost forgot about the kitchen kitchen faucet, but we put that in, which is awesome. Totally. I think that's it. I think that's all for Renos this this a, week. That's pretty good for twenty twenty one. You kidding oh, me? We what? forgot about one thing in the backyard. What's that? Uh, okay. The lights. Oh, fuck! I should Mother made Nature. Fucking Mother Nature. Yeah. My sponsorship of the week. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to? You wanted, uh, you say that again? I should have made Mother Nature my fucking sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Fuck you, Mother Nature. Okay, fuck you, Mother Nature. And it's not really actually Mother Nature. No, it's fucking like mutated squirrels. squirrels. So in the apartment, we never really went out on our balcony because I was scared of pigeons. Right. So then we didn't really do much on the balcony. Okay. No. In our backyards growing up, I don't, we never had like bulbs or like string lights, nothing. So then literally all during the 2020 summer where we were, had like all mixed match 1970s hand-me-down furniture. Yeah. We hung up on the pergola, really nice string light bulbs and it was super chill. We had many, like once we could finally hang out and like see friends in our bubble, we hung out in our backyard a ton. Yeah. It was so nice. You know, raccoons came across the fence, but they never really did anything. No. Okay. All of a sudden, this summer rolls around. We finally get like our furniture. A week after, maybe two weeks after our furniture. And I was like, oh my God, this is life changing. We're going to be able to sit out here and like hang out under the pergola lights. We're like kind of like looking outside. And all of a sudden I see like on one of the um, 
one of the loops, all of a sudden, like something fell. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So we go outside and one of the fucking cords is cut. Yep. And so I'm like, John, we're getting fucking targeted. Somebody's yeah. like vandalizing. Even though our backyard's on a hill. And, and it no has no can... fence door. Yeah. like I was like, John, somebody is fucking targeting us though. Yeah. So it turns out a fucking squirrel chewed through our pergola lights. Oh my God. And so I'm like, I didn't even know that this was a thing that uh, squirrels eat like cords yeah they do i we researched we researched it and apparently there was this thing about like squirrels eating parts of cars yeah right and so we're like what the fuck so then i was like all sad so then like you're like okay i'll buy some lights again so it takes a while i get rid of these broken ass bit and chewed through lights like okay well let's just buy them again again we had these up for like a year and a half nothing happened maybe it was just like a fluke like a stupid squirrel yeah Put up these new lights. Again, it takes me like a couple hours to put them up. Yeah, because you have to like screw in all the fucking bulbs and arc them. And yeah, like, it took like a fucking... It, and I had to move all the patio furniture. <laughs> Not even a week. Days later. <laughs> they get chewed through again, these bastards. These motherfuckers. Honestly, like Amazon should have a fucking squirrel warranty. It was insane. Like, I, it was like... Even our neighbor, Suzanne, was yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then is there not this gutsy, ballsy-ass squirrel that hang... First of all, he sunbathes on our pergola, so I know it's this This yeah, is this the fucker. And then he'll stand up there, and if he sees us standing... No, and he eats the pergola. Yeah, he, we saw him eating the pergola. <laughs> but then we will stand by the front of our um, screen door, and does he not run across our fence and run up to us? Yeah, no. And it, it is, like, terrifying. This motherfucker. So you, like, literally shut the curtains. <laughs> and I'm like, he's going to try and eat us. Yeah, I forgot. He was eating our pergola, like, eating the wood. It, like, I, I missed that carpenter we, we, we had last year. At least he just made one hole. What is up with Toronto fucking wildlife? I don't I, know. Like, and like the other side of it is I hear horror stories. Like, remember, like your parents told us of like some neighbors, like across the way feeding raccoons. Yeah. Maddie told us about like neighbors feeding raccoons. Yeah. Is somebody feeding the squirrel? Someone is definitely feeding the squirrel because the fact that it saw us inside ran, it ran up to us because he thought we would give him some food. So, and the only thing that made me sad was I was like, John, are we going to buy new lights? And you're like, no, absolutely not. not. I didn't say, I said not this year. (laughs) I was like, it's now August patio's almost done like we'll buy new lights next year but we're not buying more lights right now we got to figure out like we might have to put up like some plastic spikes just to keep these fuckers off of there yeah. like uh, sorry or like ca- not was like cocaine cocaine Ca- cat- cayenne? Cayenne? oh cayenne. cayenne pepper cayenne yeah, or cocaine <laughs> <laughs> they have the squirrels like run through the <laughs> fucking sliding door <laughs> <laughs> pretty good yeah, those fuckers. Anyway, that was anyway. my second sponsorship of the week. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not ready for you yet. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What uh, What was that? That was my second sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. All right, well, I think this is a good time to land this plane. This was a crazy episode. I think hopefully this helps people with their renos. If it doesn't, what can you do? <laughs> what would you do? Just give us a round of applause anyways for getting through this one. So uh, who do you think should be the band of the week this week? So last week this album dropped 
Or yeah, I mean, well, it's this is this this won't come out for like another month, so yeah. Oh, okay. So in January. early January, the weekend, uh, Toronto Scarborough Zone mm. um, dropped a new album called even, Don FM. Don FM, and like Jim Carrey is like the, the narrator, the narrator, as if it's like a DJ. Yeah. Throughout each segment of each song. Well, the the whole idea of the concept album is you're you're driving through traffic in purgatory. Is the I guess the idea is. This is supposed to be, he's supposed to make three albums. So the last, his last album after hours at the end of it, apparently his character dies. Mm -hmm. This album is supposed to be his character supposedly in purgatory driving through traffic. Mm -hmm. So the idea is he's listening to a radio station, which Jim Carrey is narrating. And okay. So you had read, I think after listening to it once that it was like outstanding, like super cool concept album and everything. And then you kind of didn't like it as much. Well, no, I, I, I do this thing when on Thursday nights, I like to stay up till midnight because that's when all the new albums come out. And I knew he was putting out an album on Friday. So I'm like, I want to stay up and listen to it. I was also exhausted. And I was expecting maybe to hear like a blinding light song or just something like that. And I listened to him like, it's all right. Like I knew Tyler, the creator was going to be on an out on a song. And I was like, well, I want to listen to this. And I listened to some of it, not all of them. Like, it's okay. It's mm -hmm. not great. It's fine. But then the next day we were like cooking or something. Yeah, we were making like, I don't remember what we were making for dinner, but it warranted listening to the entire album. Yeah. And so I was like, this is oh, it's not Yeah. Listening right? to it through the HomePod speakers. I'm like, no, this is a great album. This is a great album. And then I listened to it again while I was working on something Yeah. Um, on the computer. And I was like, this is fantastic. Like, so we... There's multiple songs that I feel like could be choice singles yeah. off of here, but what? which one did we end up choosing? So we're going to go with Less Than Zero, because mm -hmm. it's, it's just like a cool, it's a cool song. It sounds like 80s, it yeah. sounds uh, badass, and so should we just... Can you not? You burped last week. Did I? It, it was this week's previously on. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So should we just get into this bad boy? Yeah. This is Less Than Zero from the album Don FM by The Weeknd. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live605 and search for us on Instagram. You'll see our reels, which have thousands of views. And follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp, and I'm probably tweeting about this season of The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Exactly. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. G. Easy. Let's go eat a stew. No. Oh. Roast. Okay. I know I'll always be less than zero. Oh, yeah. You tried your best for me, I know.